Hello everyone. You know, doing business with family and friends may have some advantages, but the potential disadvantages often outdo the advantages. And today, we'll have a look at this. Hello everyone, you've tuned into the Simple Finance Lessons podcast, the show that brings you a few minutes of interesting and simple everyday stories and lessons from the world of money and finance. In this program, I will present to you what I hope will be some interesting and practical discussions on finance-related topics. And I'm your host, Faisal Hasnain, and hopefully you will find these short episodes both instructional and enjoyable. So let's talk about doing business with family and friends. Now, I will use the word family to refer to relatives as well as close friends and those whom you care about and who in turn care about you. And here, I'm not talking about an already established and successfully running family business. That's a different topic with its own risks and challenges, where the roles and relationships are often governed by a formal family constitution. Here, I'm talking about entering into a new business with a family member or buying, selling, and doing deals with family. Now, when taking up a job, you and your employer will sign a contract of employment, setting out the terms and conditions of your role. However, when one is going into some sort of a business arrangement with family, Many people don't enter into any written understanding or agreements. And this, believe me, can be disastrous. I have personally suffered more than once when, in my old-fashioned way, I have relied on verbal discussions and understandings and a firm shake of the hand. Then, left high and dry with a feeling of being exploited, When you have done your bit, the other side has not done their bit, and the project has ended in disagreement. So, no matter who is on the other side of your handshake, even with close friends and family, when it comes to business and money, make sure that you have the understanding written down and signed off by both sides to protect you as well as the other side. And if your potential business partner is not prepared to do that, then you should not be doing business with that person. Also, remember that whenever you do business with family, you are always running the risk of severely spoiling or even largely ending that personal relationship and instead converting that into a largely business relationship. This is because you are now mixing business and money with non-business. And in business, there will always be ups and downs where money will be at risk and at times when the business partners will disagree on certain matters. It's bound to happen. And there may be occasions when the partners may even point fingers at each other when things go wrong. 
that's just the way business is. It will have its highs and lows. And accordingly, the personal relationships will be directly impacted and go through the same highs and lows as well. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be doing business with family. And if there's one thing that's going for you when you do business with family is that you already know them and trust them and feel comfortable around them, which is obviously why you're thinking of doing business with them in the first place. And it could actually work out very well, but you need to make sure that you have all the important bases covered formally in writing and also be prepared for your relationship to be awkward and strained at times. Which is why many, including myself, consider that doing business with family may not be such a good idea. And it could open up a can of worms. Now, why is this? Well, for a start, look, it does become harder to be firm and to talk plainly with a member of your family. If your family member is good at their job, at their role, then that is fine and hopefully your business will make progress. However, if they are not performing, then your working relationship will become strained and the whole arrangement will be counterproductive. Now, if you had hired an assistant who wasn't performing, you would quickly talk to them and let them know your concerns. But if that assistant is a family member, you will be more reluctant to talk to them in the same way. And this is because you do have a close personal relationship with them. You will feel that if you're firm, then this would damage your relationship and make things awkward, both at work as well as outside of work. Ideally, you should really hold your family member to the same standards as you would have for any other team member. But in practice, this can be difficult, if not impossible. Secondly, remember that business and personal matters will now start mixing with each other. They, they, they say that one should avoid mixing business with pleasure, which also means that you should avoid mixing your working life with your personal life. And when you work with family, your collective personal family matters may start interfering with your business. For example, perhaps your family member misses an important meeting or misses a deadline because they couldn't find a babysitter for that afternoon, or perhaps you get into a disagreement with your family member the previous evening at a family barbecue, which in turn will make things difficult and awkward the next day. These things can and do happen. Number three, being business partners can threaten your personal relationship. We've already mentioned this. Let's say you're thinking of a business partnership with a family member instead of hiring them to do a specific project or a role. Now, at the time, it may seem a good idea to have another investor and to split responsibilities. But again, you need to think carefully about how this will affect your personal relationship. As partners, you both 
will need to determine the share of business ownership, which will take into account not only the capital each of you have invested, but also the amount of work that each person will put in. And this can cause friction down the line. You will constantly be evaluating each other. You will have to run every major decision past each other for approval and have to deal with risk as well as failure. These are very important aspects, especially dealing with risk and failure. And especially if your family member makes a decision that ends up making a loss or if they handle, mishandle, sorry, the money in any way, how will you react? You know, despite the best of intentions on both sides and the highest of hopes, what starts out as a friendly and mutually beneficial project or interaction can, at the extreme, turn into a very sour ending. So both sides have to be mature and pragmatic and be willing to deal calmly, openly and properly with situations that have gone bad and other problems that will certainly arise from time to time. And believe me, deals will go bad sometimes. A while ago, a personal friend of mine did a real estate deal with one of his close friends who I also know. They thought that things would go smoothly and they would both make some money, never anticipating that things could possibly go wrong. But when problems came up, they ended up arguing bitterly that turned very ugly. Their wives also got involved and now they no longer talk to each other. And this has caused not only a situation for the two of them, but it has caused awkward situations with their mutual friends as well. Just like in any business, no matter how near certain you think a plan may be, it's always good to assume that things can and will go wrong. And a wrong with family involved can be much worse than a wrong with purely business associates. Now, I can even go a stage further and say that it may not be a good idea to even introduce family to your business contacts or recommend people who provide services or supplies. We've probably all been in situations where we've recommended our contacts, accountants, lawyers, even car repair garages and plumbers to our family members. And a few times, this has come back to bite me. I've introduced friends to my own business contacts only to have that introduction turn sour. And then it reflects on me as if I'm responsible for this whole situation. So if you decide to help people by playing matchmaker, make sure it's very clear to all sides that, look, you are simply making an introduction and the rest is completely up to them. And if you have even the slightest idea that you might be making a risky connection, then it's best not to volunteer any information at all. You may be saving all three of you some future pain. Look, of course, if things go well, and both sides are mature and pragmatic 
and positive thinking people. Doing business with family can be a pleasure and a very rewarding experience. But bear in mind that while sometimes things work out well, more often they don't. So try and anticipate the worst case scenario and consider the reasoning, the benefits and the alternatives and then decide if it's a risk worth taking. And also, if you can ultimately live with the possible consequences if things go wrong. When going into a business with family, there are many personal factors involved. And these factors wouldn't even arise if you were with a team of strangers. Also remember, when it comes to money, even when there are no strings attached, there are always strings attached. Introducing money into a relationship creates a whole new ball game. Okay? So that's all for today, folks. Thank you for listening and I hope that you enjoyed the show. And if you did, then please subscribe to get access to previous episodes and to receive future episodes automatically. And if you can share this podcast with a friend, that would be fantastic. You can also let me have your comments or suggestions at simplefinancelessons at gmail.com. As always, take care and have a wonderful day. This is Faisal signing out.